Hello Rebels, before we kick off today's episode, let me ask you a question. What if we could help you unlock your marketing superpower in one day or less? Actually, to be precise, I mean three hours. Yes, you heard it right. What I'm asking you is three hours of your time to join us for a brand new intensive experience on Marketing Deep Dive. One day masterclass that will help you create marketing strategies that capture hearts and mind. And every single masterclass is going to dive deep into one of our favorite topics of marketing. Maybe that email marketing, hiring, or even automations and beyond. If you want to get the fast track ticket to become irresistible, then I suggest you check out our upcoming marketing deep dive, where you're going to get two hours of hands-on training with lots of exercises and practical group work as well. Plus one hour bonus office hours and Q&A. Oh, and we also have a personalized dashboard and bonus templates to help you apply what you learn in our three hours. And just to put a little bow on it, you also get a certificate of completion to show up wherever you can see. If you'd like to find out what is coming up next and which one is our next marketing deep dive, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash masterclass. There you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Hello team, it's Fab here from Old Marketing School and welcome back to our friendly marketing roundup. And yes, today is going to be a different one because indeed I am flying solo yet again and I hope you enjoyed uh, the roundup last week. I hope you had fun and it was excited for you to meet again our wonderful teacher Veronica. Also this is a reminder to go and check out her masterclass which is now live at oldmarketingschool.com slash courses if you want to master your next marketing funnel. But today I got something special because it's probably since 2021, maybe 2022, I'll give it to myself, that I don't do a solo episode. And since our episode with Jess Bruno, where she asked me the very, very apt question about my favorite systems, we received an outpouring feedback of how much you loved my breakdown, which in itself is shocking because I am very aware that I went off on a massive tangent because I absolutely love systems and I know it can be intimidating but trust me once you get the hang of your systems it's like having superpowers and so since last time I went on a bit about some of my favorite systems I wanted to break them down a bit more for you in this special episode also this is a great chance for you to let me know if you would like me to record more solo roundups where I can also focus on anything from systems campaigns Again, going back to some reports like we've done in the past. But today we're focusing on systems, obviously. And the reason being, I genuinely believe that no matter how good your strategy is, how well-planned your tactics are, without the right systems, you don't have the marketing foundation that you need to show up effectively in the world. And this is exactly why I'm going to go back to some of my favorite systems most of which are actually systems that we introduce and talk about and break down for our students in the old marketing school certification. And yes, this is a gentle plug that the certification doors are closing at time of 
listening next week. So you still have time to join us if you would like us to build these systems and more together at allmarketingschool.com slash learn. That's where you can find out more about the upcoming round of the Old Marketing School certification. I really hope you're going to join us. And also I really hope that today you're going to get inspired to actually tackle some of the systems that I'm talking about myself. The reason why I love systems is because these actually build my virtual workspace. It doesn't matter whether you imagine your workspace to be a cozy home office, a bustling cafe, or even a sunlit park. So instead of drowning in a sea of sticky notes, scattered ideas, or heaven forbid, voice memos, I like to think about my virtual workspace as a digital command center that organizes all of my chaos. Now that sounds dreamy, doesn't it? This is what a dashboard looks like. And a dashboard is a fancy, is a fancy name for it. I appreciate that, but it's really the place where the heart of your project is. So think about it as the place where everything flows from and returns to. If you excuse my analogies, like the conductor of your marketing orchestra, ensuring that every instrument, or in this case task, plays in harmony. A dashboard is really a place where you can bring everything together. And what we build is Notion dashboards. And what we also provide in our shop is Notion dashboards. And um, what we build with our students in our certification are either Notion or Google dashboards. The truth is you can vibe with anything. Google, Trello, Asana, it doesn't matter. You can actually build your dashboard wherever you see it fit. However, if you're building better systems, I cannot stress it enough. We've got to start by building our own dashboard. One little tip for you when it comes to actually building a dashboard as a blank canvas is you can make it yours. Yes, you can start with a template, whether you join our certification and you get our playbook, which is in itself a template to get started, whether you get one of our templates in our shop, whether you even buy it somewhere else or create it on your own. Totally fine. Still, tweak it, play and make it yours. Add some flair and some color coding, maybe a GIF, you know, for one of those days where you generally don't want it to open your laptop. If it feels like you, you love using it, you'll go back to it. And I think this is so important because inside our dashboard, whatever that might be, there are going to be uh, lots of systems, but there are three that I want to talk about because they're my favorites. First and foremost, this is not rocket science. I'm going to talk about content systems. And it's not just, you know, checking dates of a calendar. It's actually a place for you, not just to put the idea for a podcast or a post or a video. It's actually a place for you to then start building a system to obviously schedule, publish your content, and then go back to it so that the idea, that post actually can become something that you can reuse again and again and again. There are a couple of things that I love to have inside my content systems. And again, talking about no rocket science, the first one that we always encourage our students to build is an idea bank. I'll talk a bit more about another version of this, which is actually separate from a content system, but the idea bank is obviously related to content in this case, and it's kind of like a vault, right? So all the ideas can live there and I think it's really good to have those ideas linked to potentially inspiration if it's needed, 
I know we have collections on Instagram or TikTok or wherever, but I really like to bring them back into my own space so that I can actually make the time to select some of these and then create content out of them. I think the Idea Bank is a great place for us to actually have some selected inspiration that really strikes for us that we want to take to the next level instead of forever living in our collections, which I know is something a lot of us are guilty of. Then obviously from the Idea Bank, this idea will be edited and obviously the progress, the status will up, uh, update, which we do in Notion uh, for our content online hub. We just do it in Notion. But then after that, obviously, when the content is published and scheduled, if you only have it on your scheduling platform, sometimes we tend to forget about it. This is where the content backlog actually lives. And this is where your ideas grow legs. So the your ideas or even your post can then start living and forever living, whether they are evergreen pieces of content, which means they just be there and they will be actually driving people to them. That works really well for podcasts and blog posts and even videos. But maybe they're actually pieces of content that focus on a specific process, on a specific concept that you want to elaborate and you want to amplify and you want to grow and you want to actually, I always say, narrowing the lens or widening the lens of that topic. And I find that having my content backlog allows me again, shocking, to catalog, I know, if you know me, you will know that I love to catalog in things. And so really the backlog is the place where I have all of my content either scheduled or published in one place. And I've cataloged it, not only for what type of content it is, is it timely, is it evergreen? But also, how am I gonna repurpose it and how am I gonna do that? And this is very, very important to me. And that's why we built it inside our certification and even our online content hub, which you can just buy in the shop if you want to. Because I think it's so important intentionally as we are progressing with our content to again, update it, catalog it by saying this piece of content I can reuse. And then what I like to have for myself is a reminder after three months that this piece of content can be repurposed and reused. Extra brownie points, by the way, if you even highlight it as top performing content. That will be another nice tag that you can have in there. Really, really making your content shine. So as you see, the calendar is one piece, but without the idea bank, without backlog and that repurposing system, I really find that we don't make the most of our content systems. I like to have it in Notion and then I take some of these pieces and I add them to our project management school app base if I need to. But most of it actually lives in Notion, especially from a cataloging perspective. It really, really helps. Talked about dashboards. Then I give you one first system, which is content systems. Another one that actually got just really excited. That might seem a tad corporate, but hold on to your hats, please. And you know I like a good hat in on this podcast. I'm going to talk about CRMs. Yes, customer relationship management, the star of the show. And I promise before you kind of want to hit pause and be like, Fab, you lost me. It's not just for the sales team. Wait, stop. Actually, a CRM can be a place for you to connect with your network. So instead of um, customer relationship management, think about this as a place for you to network with your peers uh, potential partners, even customers, if obviously that's kind of the case, because that's the main purpose of it historically. I really like for it to be a place not just to store the contacts, 
but also to remind you how to check in on them. So whether it is, you know, sending a short DM or a message to 10 people every day, whether it is to reconnecting with one of your fellow partners or students or or clients, it's not just called hard data. A CRM is a place for you to take out of your head all of these reminders to check in on people and have it for yourself. As I mentioned in Jess's post, the extra step for our CRM, um, I think you should actually just call it RM, Relationship Management, RMS, Relationship Management System. I got it. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thank you, dear listener. You inspired me with that. So the Relationship Management System, let's call it this way, that we're going to build can also have some automations built within it. This is only if you have the knowledge or again, you can buy templates. We actually have some uh, customer relationship management pieces inside our Notion dashboards and all of them pretty much, but definitely very important for the agency and the consultant dashboard as well. So think about these as not just sales, think about this as a way to build relationships. And I love this. And I think if I can automate some of it with reminders, even maybe drafting an email for me to just hit send every week, it's so powerful and it's so important. The final thing I wanted to talk about, talked about content systems, we talked about um, the uh, relationship management system, really like the name. I want to step back one second and actually explore how to collect ideas. And this is another system which you can be a learning system. It can be a story bank. All these templates we actually have in our shop. Lolo talks about our shop. But also these collecting ideas is something that I talk about again and again in our certification. Because whether we're talking about uh, marketing funnels, whether we're talking about content systems, whether you're talking about social media strategy with Jess, it doesn't really matter. You will find that collecting ideas and inspiration is a big part of being a marketer because curiosity is one of the most important skills that we can cultivate. I will die on the hill which means we gotta know how to collect ideas in an effective way. I call it learning notes. I call it fabulous learning notes because I'm humble. I think about it as a digital jar. You know, when you catch all these uh, fireflies of thoughts, all the article snippets, or the quotes, or the videos, or the tools that you absolutely love. Needless to say, Notion is my go-to for this because it allows me to capture everything. And Just like I like to have an idea bank for content, I really like to have a separate collection device, so to speak, that can be all about the great ideas that I find online, the things I want to share in the community, the things I want to share in the podcast, uh, maybe uh, on my emails. One of the biggest problems when it comes to collecting ideas is that whether it's bookmarks, whether it's just save it for later, A lot of what happens, doesn't matter if it's on social media or on your browser, we tend to hoard. And I think that's one of the things that we teach as well in our marketing systems. One of the things that we teach when we're reviewing workflows and just how we work within our marketing is the importance of looking at our projects, looking at what we're doing, and also being ruthless when it comes to deleting or archiving content or things that are not relevant for us anymore. So whenever you are collecting your ideas, I want to give you one tip on this because this is the final system I want to talk about today, this is my roundup of three, is to actually catalog for a function. Especially when it comes to ideas, I like to be able to categorize the links that I have, the content that I have when it comes to function. 
So instead of having a generic read later folder, or in this case, let's use Notion as a case study, tag, right? We're going to tag, we're going to label it. Think about labels like inspiration, case study, competitor research, even skill building. We actually launched a new um, bit where you can template, which is an online learning tracker, which I'm so obsessed about because we're a school. And um, this new online learning tracker allows you to save information, but also ideas from different courses that you take. And it has some takeaways and things that you can actually get back to and look at as well. Honestly and personally, I've made Notion my playground for this, and it's not a surprise. Because I can categorize, I can add notes, I can add more links to the links that I've added, and I can go back to them. And it also allows me to keep really these ideas fresh. And I like to be able to actually have a reminder that if I haven't looked at something, is it worth my time? Should I actually delete this from uh, from my you know my learning notes or my catalog? Or should I actually revisit it? It doesn't matter how you do it. I like to work on one platform as much as possible when it comes to this. This will be my suggestion, which are a platform you use. And this is why at the top, I talked you through a dashboard as a place to start. It really does depend on how you want to do it. But I think, you know, I want to say one thing. It's not about the tool you choose as much as about the mindset. You want to think about what you're creating and what you're building as a digital library, a gold mine, where everything you add to it as a place and a value. And I cannot stress this enough. I want you to think about creating something that is proactive, not reactive, something that you curated. And as I said, if you do need any help, do check out the certification or our template shop because we have some starters for you. And I was in the certification, we build it together as well. But I know how important systems are. And I know that for some of us, it's a bit of a struggle to make it sexy. Uh, but I hope in this wild ride that I've had with you today, I reminded you of why dashboards are important, why building these curated spaces matters. A better, in my opinion, way to build content systems. Also, redefining the way that we look at CRMs, especially for marketers, as a way to keep track of our conversations and exploring managing ideas and cataloging with purpose, really looking at marketing systems in a holistic way. I just wanted to remember that systems are not just about organizing or automating, they're about amplifying, amplifying our reach, our impact, and yes, our sanity. So by creating and mastering the systems, you can elevate your marketing game, but also free up time and energy for you know, to do what you should do, which is actually tap into your creativity, look at the spontaneous ideas and tap into the heartfelt connections. As we wrap up this episode, because I'm a teacher and our certification is coming up, so my brain is going into hyperdrive with that, I want to challenge you to pick one system, just one that resonated with you today, dive into it, adapt it, make it yours and see the difference that it makes in your workflow and results. And... If you need any more help, say one more time, altmarketingschool.com slash learn to join us for the next round of the Alt Marketing Certification, eight weeks of fun, learning and experiences together. Thank you so much, dear listener, as always, for joining me on this different kind of roundup. Your energy, curiosity and passion for bettering your craft really, really drives me every single time I come back here in front of our mic to talk to you. Until next time. Very excited to see your oh-so-sexy systems 
In the meantime, class dismissed. Thank you.